0: Thank <music> you. I ain't got time for a home And bro skis like the devil Kyle likes taking people's souls this, this ain't a football drill And we say that we keep them on their toes My bro came out of the slum And now screaming fresh home, fresh home Now I screaming fresh home, fresh home Excuse me miss Can you clap for the NHS? And darling if you can't do that KMT the disrespect The two come and in Can I rest some Them and the am go get red I ain't got time for this deep red gems I'll take that tingle and I'm on to the You wouldn't know this But my heart is cold and my home is But we you and me could have been homeless I can't love a bitch cause I probably need focus You know, get lost in the moment I could probably end up heartbroken. I was chasing the was chasing these souls. I can't Got time, take no shine I'm tryna get high, I'm tryna reach the sky Told the babes, call me Billie She said we're left tonight DTB for life, man said I'm only my wife DTB for life, man said I'm only my wife so Catch these youths, Auntie Els are loose, and me ain't got nothing to prove. I've been out here with the goose. Bang, oh, boom, bro's always hitting to shoot. The best response is silence. What you think that I stay on mute? Got one when she came from the south,
1: and she wanna hold my spear like Britney. Got one when she came from east, and she wanna sing for me like Whitney. she wanna have my pitney, don't be silly, don't be silly. I might when they get this pretty, and that's it, out like me.
2: Yes, yes, yes,
1: we are back.
2: Black Notes podcast. It's episode 19. That was latest trends. Wow. Latest trends. <laughs> Tongue twister, you know. Latest so trends by A1 and J1. And now we will get into why I kicked off the podcast with that track later. I am joined by Bethany. Bethany, how are you?
3: I'm good, man. I'm good. We're one week. We're getting closer to having We're getting closer. a bit of freedom. <laughs>
2: we're getting closer what's the next what's the next um what's the word I'm looking for we've got a roadmap so what's well, the next
3: pit stop from next Monday I think the 29th of March we can meet six people outside
2: wow well you've heard it here first well you did not probably didn't hear it her first probably heard it on the news but <laughs> that's, what's that the 29th from so from the 29th I can yeah. meet six people outside
3: yeah from different households obviously <laughs> But Slightly I think it's from people, up to two different households you can meet six people. Right. So there's a restriction on the number of households. Allegedly, yes.
2: Al- allegedly. <laughs> the thing <laughs> is, yeah, I've always think it's hard to it's hard to enforce
3: that, isn't it? Yeah, because in reality, like unless you're just two families mixing. Right. You live in the same household. If you're a single right. person living alone, yeah. Like it's very unlikely your friends would be from the same household. So
2: that's true that's true well the the end is in sight we are hoping june 21st um should be a national holiday i think it's a weekday as well i don't know why it's a
3: monday it's freedom (laughs) day like it should be a national holiday (laughs) be a national holiday because people are going to take it off work anyway i've taken it off
2: Legit- you said, did you not say your birthday's around that time? Yeah, my nine?
3: birthday's on the 19th. So I've taken off, I think, from the 18th or something until like the 24th. Right, <laughs> right,
2: right. It's like the yeah. peak time. Yeah, so you, you, you're you really going to hopefully enjoy your birthday with no restrictions.
3: We can only hope.
2: <laughs> Do you know what? It's weird, yeah, because I I just think, okay, I understand like they have to put dates in, yeah, but I think can you really penalise someone for having a party on the 20th when <laughs> you're going to open up things on the 21st anyway? Like, I'm, I'm sure COVID is not... Yeah, like,
3: like the virus ain't waiting until the 21st <laughs> to be like, okay, I'm going to stop now.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, do you got know what I mean? But we're hoping, we're hoping, we're on, the, we're on the home stretch. um So I'm really excited about that. Well, we've been in lockdown for over a year now. Um, and some interesting things have come out of the lockdown um, today I saw that No Signal which I know you're a part of also um, yeah. are almost like celebrating their one year today.
3: Um, which yeah is... it's crazy <sighs> it's crazy how like a year has passed and we've been inside. <laughs> D- does it feel like a year to you? No it honestly feels like just yesterday that when I was watching the news and they showed a video of Boris Johnson saying like you must stay at home Uh, it felt like I was living in a different reality (laughs) like how is this even possible and a year later where are we at home still It just shows us mismanagement see how can we just follow vibes
2: (laughs) (laughs) absolute mismanagement but yeah so Stuff like No Signal have have, um, successfully come out of uh, the lockdown period. They um, mobilised and have have been giving us great content. Like I'm always happy to see when they come out with like new stuff, for example, like even like new shows and just watching the development of their studio and that big old um, No Signal uh, logo that they have on the wall. And just to think where it started, like in people's bedrooms. For me, that is crazy. But one thing that's particularly evolved over the lockdown period has been TikTok. Um, now I know that's your your domain. So for you, what do you go onto TikTok for?
3: I think as someone who's always worked within like the social media landscape, like obviously I worked at ASOS before working with influencers and stuff like that. I've always just been right. interested in um the social media apps and like the avenues to market and brand yourself and to brand mm. and for brands to brand themselves like that I'm a bit of a geek in that sense so right. I feel like that's kind of why I jumped on TikTok like I ain't making TikToks I might get there <laughs> I might start making TikToks but I ain't there yet but I'm just on there to see like how the app works and that like, when I I must admit when I first jumped on it I was just like what is this right. um like what is this app but obviously it, it was, it's come from China, I believe. Like it was, a, it's already out there in China. They already use it. Mm. They already used it before us in Southeast Asia. It was already right. like a, a thing. So I remember a, a guy that I used to work with at ASOS, he went to work at TikTok and we were all like, what's this TikTok thing? What's this TikTok? <laughs> and he was like, he obviously was always ahead of all these tech developments. He was like, trust me guys, that like TikTok is going to be the next big like video app. That that right. app to take over. And no one was believing what he was saying, but obviously we're seeing the trajectory of TikTok since it launched, I think September last year, probably. Mm. Um, or maybe the, the year before. I think it's September 2019 or something it launched in the UK. And it's just grown and grown and grown. Um don't quote me on that. Like do your own research about when TikTok launched, <laughs>
2: then, you know. Missing Well,
3: internet. I I recall
2: um again. I should double check this, but I feel like I recall Old Town Road, um, by Little Nas X blowing up on that platform. But I don't think we had access to that platform yet. Um, mm. and that was, I think that was two I think that was 2019. Um, so you might that sounds that sounds relatively within. I feel like you're on safe ground saying September 2019.
3: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's such a, like, when I first jumped on it, I was like, hmm, this is a bit weird. Like, I kind of felt it was for kids a bit, because I think everything yeah. you have seen TikTok related was about dance trends and, like, these kids doing these, like, silly dances like, mm. and stuff like that. But then, obviously, the more, it's like, like any social media, the more you use it, the more it gives you content that you like. So the more content that you engage with, it will provide mm. you with similar content. So after I figured out, like, how the algorithm worked on there, and I started following people that I like their content and liking stuff, I would just get in feeds and feeds like of similar content that I enjoyed and that yes. I just loved. And now I can literally spend hours on TikTok, like just watching these funny videos. Like if you're not careful, you can spend hours. Like you just need to find once, once the algorithm gets you on there, you'll literally find so much content that you're into. And I feel like it's such an interesting, um, uh, social media app because you obviously you can still do all the comments and stuff on it Um, it's a great place for artists to really connect Um, if I'm bringing it back to music it's a great yeah. place for artists to connect with their fans it's a great place actually for music discovery because you'll find all these amazing singers um on mm. there and like just them and their voice is just so raw and authentic and people really gain can gain massive audiences from just putting themselves out there on an app like tiktok if you're using the right hashtags and your content is being seen like you can really get some views on that and it can really draw attraction to you um so yeah it's just interesting like and it's such a short form like it's literally one minute or like just under one minute of content so
2: that's is that the longest videos can be
3: yeah the longest it can be is that like right. one minute um or like, I feel like, and maybe I'm lying. It's forty. I think it's 45 seconds. That's even, and shorter. even <laughs> shorter. So yeah, so people have to really grab people's attention that like 45 minutes. And I feel like that's what's caused creativity to be so vast on TikTok because you literally have 45 seconds to get your point across. And it cuts out all of the noise that other advertising might do. Right,
2: right, um, right.
3: It's interesting. I, I, I'm speaking like I work for TikTok so I am advocating for them. <laughs> I, know, I, know I, really, I really, really enjoy enjoy the platform. Um, but
2: what do you think that's doing for like you say 45 seconds is the is the maximum uh, that a video can be. and we speak, well, when I say we, I mean society speaks a lot about how we're very much in this microwave generation where mm-hmm. everything is like so quick. And sometimes the quality of things isn't there. Um, So what do you think that's doing for, like, people's attention spans, especially when it comes to, like, music?
3: I think the type of audience that's coming through now, which is obviously the the younger consumer, because everyone wants to be on TikTok, and the demographic for TikTok is that younger generation. So I would say probably between, like, 13 and... 18 is like the most probably they use TikTok the most. Yeah.
1: Um,
3: but to be honest, like adults are using TikTok as well. So that's like eight- 18 to 25 is the next category, or right. maybe it's 18 to 24, then 25 to 35 would be the next category. But like more mm-hmm. and more ad- actual adults are using the platform. um mm. And it's the adults who have the spending power. Um, more than like a 13 17 year old um, if we're being honest Mm. Um, but I think what what trends is obviously determined by the younger kids because they make songs go viral online because that's their that is their way of that's their megaphone right I think for us when we was growing up Songs didn't trend like that. Like, unless you could get that Bluetooth on your phone, Mm. like, there was no way you could hear that record unless you was watching the music video on MTV or Channel U or, like, how else were you listening to music? Like... Yeah, you you know what? Like, when I I think about, like,
2: even just the term, like, viral, because I think that's, like, TikTok content is, like, viral. It's a viral space. I think the only, when I was, let's say, like in secondary school, the only song that I could probably say I felt like went viral was Talking the Hardest Gigs. And I still don't know how it did that. And I would, I say that as a South Londoner. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what the landscape was like in East or other parts of
3: London.
2: Mm. Um, I went London. to
3: school in, in South, so I kind of had. You kind of had that the I same. I had it, yeah, because I went to school yeah. in South. And like, I remember that song, just everyone talking about it, it play, being, play, everyone had that on their phone. Like, the right. that MP3, that with the, <laughs> it was probably like talking the hardest, capital T, capital <laughs> D. Like, so the worst song that everyone had that on their phones. Like, there wasn't, I don't know how, I think maybe at, the, at those times, Channel U was a big thing. Right. Uh, I believe yeah yeah it was if it was, channel yeah. U was like if your video got on channel U, that was like equivalent of an mtv an mtv play for street Bruh. songs at the time um yeah i think it was literally just word of mouth with that one i guess mm. like because if we think about that time i think it was a funk, just the funky house era
2: didn't know uh, them man
3: yeah it was just had happened. I think it was all around the same sort of time. It's like 2008, 2009. Um, And they were all having their moment. All those funky house tunes now would have been constituted as like viral songs Um,
2: because they had dances as well especially
3: yeah so that would have been a tiktok stream i don't know why people are not on that the funky house people ain't trying to come back with their dances for tiktok i'm giving people too much ideas you
2: keep giving people marketing gems on this thing for free
3: (laughs) oh my gosh it's just it comes to my head when i'm just talking this is my every day this is my every day man
2: but yeah, I think I think you're right. Like the, the age range of uh TikTok consumers mainly is like 13 to 18. And I feel so um these are one of the moments where I realize my age. Like I f- I still feel like I'm I'm not gonna say down with the kids because that would really be showing my age, but I still feel like my ears still still to the ground. But when it comes to TikTok, I feel like I'm I'm just completely out of my depths. Um and the song even that I played at the beginning of the podcast, um, is by two young boys. One's fifteen and one's seventeen, and they met on house party during lockdown. So you remember that yeah. early on in lockdown. House party was our clubhouse, um, <laughs> and they just I happened house to Party me-
3: fade man. Clubhouse is a mess.
2: Now nah, let me t- let me tell you something. A quick quick uh tangent. Okay. I could not stand. I could not stand house party. I think I lasted <laughs> like. Maybe like forty-eight hours, and the novelty just walk. Cause you know what it is, yeah. It's like when you're in your house and you're, you you want to be in your comfortable state, right? And you obviously house party was video, and then some some Jack from somewhere. Obviously, you might have neutrals in it, but some Harry from Quay from that you don't know is seeing you in your bonnet and your house clothes. I don't
3: need that. Probably... No, that was the funniest part of the act. Trust me. Like, you're just having a conversation then a random person jumps in and they want to chat. Like, something I, you know something funny happened to me, actually, on there when that happened. It was basically a guy that my friend used to see. And, like, okay. me and her were having a private, like, conversation or whatever on there. <laughs> but we forgot to lock the room. Oh, and then he jumped on and, like... <laughs> it's so awkward because like you want to like close the room but you need to get them, the person needs to get out you need to get them out or have it used to work or whatever so yeah uh,
2: <laughs> yeah that's awkward that is hella hella awkward I know a lot of people reconnected over that app, but for me it was just too it, it was just too much it, it, yeah way too much but I digress um so they met on house party S- somehow found out that Uh, they both do music. I think one had just started rapping, came together to make that song. They put it on TikTok and it just exploded. Like it just went viral. Now they're signed to Virgin EMI and their song just last week had just gone number two. So I'm sitting here thinking, TikTok has done this in one sense, but I'm still confused as to how. I, I enjoyed the song to be honest, but I'm still confused as to like, as a new artist, do I just put my video up there and just hope that people find it? Or how does it, how does it work? I
3: think it just has it, you just never know. I think with TikTok and with these things, and I feel which is something that labels obviously in the beginning, they always try they try to jump on songs that were popular in TikTok right. because of the traction. And then sometimes maybe try to replicate that with other songs, but it's just like when it comes to TikTok, it's so community-based. And yeah. I think the community and fans, they determine whether or not the record is going to have legs on the TikTok app. Like, you can't manufacture a TikTok record. So there's no record. formula. There's no formula. You just have to make a great record that connects with the audience. People want to do silly stuff too. People want to soundtrack their, their whatever they're doing too. And then it just goes viral. Like, there's... As, as much people try to explain it how and why a song goes viral there's no explanation mm-hmm. the explanation is the fact that that song for whatever reason is able to connect and those moments just come and they're very authentic and organic they don't just right. like they can't be manufactured so
2: do you think uh then that it's sustainable so like taking it away from A1 and J1, let's say I'm I'm an artist, I've had a song that blows up, all the labels are on my line. Um, how do labels determine which one? Well, to be fair, I feel like labels just sign anything that goes viral. Um, but let's say that they, that they focus focusing. Do you think that it's, it's sustainable blowing up on a TikTok platform and then actually being taken seriously as
3: an artist? I think... It is possible to do so, but I think with the artists that go viral on TikTok, usually they're using the app as well, so they're avid users of the app naturally. I feel like once your song goes viral, it doesn't mean you stop using the platform because the audience have already connected with you there because of what you've done already. So like, you still need to continue to keep up that content flow on the app and Mm. interacting with those early adopters of your music. Like, it's so important to, like, stay connected. I feel like a lot of artists these days don't, they kind of either don't want to do social media or they think it's a bit corny. But I'm just like, (laughs) social media is what you make it. Like, people are following you on there because of you and your personality. So if you stay authentic to what you are, then your social media is what you, you dictate what the tone of your social media is. So if Mm. like your song has blown on TikTok and you've been active on the app, just because now your song's blowing and you're signed, that doesn't mean that you now stop using TikTok. Like right, right, yeah,
2: yeah, and that's not the end of the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring
3: those fans on a journey because they're the ones. Like as soon as what I always say is, as when you adopt fans and an audience, you have to keep on giving them what they connected with you for. Like never forget the foundation of what made people even interested in you because as soon as as quick as things can go viral you can be no one can be talking about you the next day or the next month facts, or the next facts. Year. Like, facts. like like think beyond your song going viral like what are you actually building here you know
2: so so it's almost about turning those viral moments and the fans that have engaged with those viral moments into like long term even if they're casual fans but into people that care about your content going forward you can't just disappear
3: yeah like people who actually have bought into the fact that oh I actually find those guys cool or I find that like, girl cool I find they, them cool like I'm intrigued I'm interested I'm intrigued to know what's next like building up that fan base but I feel also this helps to segue into the other question um yes. but with live I feel like with live not being there people have, have have had to find new ways to connect with their fans. And yeah. unfortunately for, for unfortunately the world we live in, that's been online and like yeah. having that interaction that you'd normally get at a live show that hasn't been possible for a year. So for tech mm-hmm. for, for people who are, would most likely create those connections at their live shows, maybe for instance, a singer or so, or um an instrumentalist, those type of artists, um they might have struggled within this year because they have to go online right Right. um
2: right.
3: so yeah it's just like it's a balancing act and trying to figure out what works best for you as an artist as well
2: well you might have just convinced me to download the tiktok app i have a dear friend who's been trying to convince me for months so that she can <laughs> send me foolish videos um but it's, yeah you it's might. the new
3: vine if you like if you liked vine you would like tiktok that's what i'd say did i like vine do you know what do you remember keek Kiki. is it Kiki or keek Kik.
2: no there was Kiki, which was another app i like <laughs> yeah but then there was keek which was i can't remember how many seconds Wait, i don't was vine five seconds or am i bugging
3: maybe it was 10 seconds or something or well, i remember is vine was very by- short I'm gonna do it. Do man. it for that. The it was six. For the ride. It was six. It was
2: six seconds. It was six seconds, and it the video would just loop.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: that was crazy. Oh my yeah, goodness. Mine. <sighs> that app yeah, if just... you
3: like those sort of platforms? I feel like you would like TikTok.
2: I'll try. Do you know what it is? I. Because yeah, I think I at the beginning I just thought, okay, this is a this is a new social media app that is not marketed to me i'm not the target audience but then i started to see videos that i found either funny or just really interesting that were put on tiktok um and people might like reshare it on their instagram for example um but i'm uh, for the music
3: sake i might just download it and see what's going on on
2: there um, i think it's
3: great for it's like i've found so many amazing singers on there um yeah yeah I've seen
2: I've seen have they been doing covers or have they been doing like their
3: own people do duets with other singers on there Um, people do refixes remixes um like major stars like they sing a bit of their song and then they ask fans to duet with them um so that's quite cool um people share their in the their like um original records on there.
2: Uh, do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna download TikTok tonight and in two weeks I'll come back to you with a report on how I found it um hopefully I'm not spending hours on there because I've just deleted Clubhouse so um yeah we'll, we'll I'll come back to you with a report right you just spoke about live music we are a couple of months out of the ghetto um who is the first person you will see just in terms of like their show is right after lockdown um who's the first person you want to see after lockdown no who's the first person you will see after lockdown and who do you want to see after lockdown
3: i think the first show that i'm actually going to go to is in may and it is children of Zeus. and i'm so happy that it's going to be my first show post lockdown
2: <laughs> where, but- where um what venue are they doing
3: I'm literally on my Dice app right now. It's at Hackney Church. I don't even know what venue that is. I know um, yeah, I know
2: that I know that venue. <laughs> yeah.
3: But yeah, I, I will be there in a because we were in a pod. Um okay. and it's on the balcony, allegedly. Is it,
2: does everyone have a pod or
3: everyone's in a pod. That is in that's I'm well, assuming they saw pod, that. But I don't know um, what a pod looks like. But I feel
2: like it's um I don't know if you've ever walked by like the River Thames yeah some of these bougie restaurants have like these these self contained yeah um seats these self contained tables Mm -hmm. um and I'm assuming because it's in May that's probably what they're going for so that people can still social distance.
3: I think by then we'll be allowed to do stuff inside. So.
2: Yeah, I think, you know what, uh, maybe they're just a bit nervous about, um, (laughs) because, you know, you know, we've we've never fully made it out of this lockdown. And so I don't know. I don't know whether people are optimistic. So Children of Zeus, you're going to see first in May.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: Who, is there anyone? Yes, that's who you will see. Who do you want to see?
3: I would love for Gibby on to do a um, London show. (laughs) I think that would be. That would be beautiful. Um, oh, we've we've
2: missed out on so many great moments.
3: Yeah, like so many artists who've come up during this time period who really peaked, not peaked, but they've had their like moments. He right. would have definitely done a London show, I think. Oh, if the pandemic didn't happen, he would have definitely been booked internationally and done a London show. Can't think of any other artist that I think, I think I'd love to see Jasmine Sullivan like. I feel like
2: I don't. Mean, I think she's performed <laughs> in the UK once or
3: something. Yeah, I think she's done one show. So yeah, definitely Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, I feel like that's who I'd want to see if I'm being honest. And then obviously selection, like that is literally still. If selection said they're doing a like thing in September, I'd be there.
2: Right, but with be. selection, it's important for there to be no social distancing. yeah basically (laughs) right because some 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 uh concerts and some vibes you can enjoy in like a pod type space um that you're doing for children of zeus but there are some artists that you want to see in the midst of everyone's sweat essentially
3: yeah like there's some things that just cannot be socially distanced and that is (laughs) one of them that is definitely one of them
2: I, do you know what I? As much as I'm ready for this lockdown to be over, I feel like I am partly a bit anxious, and I'm not sure how I'm gonna feel back in like concert spaces where there's no social distance, no social distancing, and no one's wearing masks. Because I think I'm st- I'm still gonna be somewhat paranoid. Do you know what I mean? And just it, because it's not been the norm for such for a period of time, I'm just gonna be like, this feels really weird.
3: I definitely Please. feel like some people are just going to be like, mm, I'm not really sure if I want to go out, like, just yet. It's going to be weird. I think on the flip side, I'm so excited to just, I don't <laughs> think. I don't think, feel like it will feel normal, but I want to feel the feeling of being in these spaces. And I feel like right. that feeling of going to a show, that feeling of being in a festival, that feeling that it's just, it, it's unmatched that live music experience is unmatched and I feel like throughout this whole year I kind of felt like something's been missing for me just yeah I've been to to so many shows like this yeah is part of my life so I'm excited to feel that feeling again um but even they've announced all those festivals in September you've got Parklife you've got <laughs> I've I really across the track but it's sold out now um, crikey Jordan Rakai is headlining, I think, and um, En Vogue, like, I don't... The En Vogue part, I'm just like, who knows, they'll actually show up and come. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, if international travel, like, all these things we just used to do so casually, like, an artist is coming into the three dates in London, like, casually. Uh,
2: Yeah. Uh, Even, um, I think they announced Wireless for September as well.
3: Yeah. But then no announcement yet, I think
2: what in terms of lineup
3: yeah the lineup yeah
2: they're very they're they're very cheeky but (laughs) um yeah i saw park life their pre-sale tickets sold out um which meant they couldn't do any general sale which i was quite confused about because i thought when they do pre-sale they allot a particular amount for pre-sale um but i think park life is completely sold out so it's clear that people are people aren't holding back when it turns in terms of like getting back to the norm everyone wants to be out at festivals especially music lovers who didn't get the festival season last year and I'm not really a festival person but I promise you I was so close <laughs> to buying a wireless ticket even even though they didn't announce the lineup I'm waiting for Lovebox to announce their lineup because yeah, I think, I think, think I'll think definitely try and reach that
3: I think I'll try and reach Lovebox I, I do like Lovebox as a festival like it's good vibes like I've been to park live. It's good, but like the mud is too much for me. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot like honestly, it's slipping and sliding. Like the whole festival just turns to marsh and it's always rainy in Manchester.
1: And oh, it's in it Manchester. The festival,
3: yeah, the festival's in September. So like it's you probably what weather you're gonna, gonna get. Be, gonna be rainy. So uh... yeah, it's not that that wasn't Regards of the lineup, to be honest, I'd seen most of the people on the lineup, anyways. Right. So like, there wasn't really a rush for me to get a ticket for that one
2: because mm. I was thinking,
3: no one there is worth me, like, no. Um, Just
2: treading, there. treading, treading through the mud.
3: Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to get a shock when they arrive <laughs> at Parkland <Connect laughs> from London.
2: <laughs> Do you know what? That's always been my. So when I think festival, I think. Glastonbury, right? I think, yeah, mainly I think Glastonbury are wireless, um, and I, it's that is actually what puts me off. Just the fact that like there's a whole heap of rubbish on the floor, like most of the time, and then the grass, the mud, I can't, I can't do it. And obviously, you want to, you want to go there in your finest suit, your shiniest suit. Um, you want to go there looking good at the very least. Um, and still being comfortable. And I, I can't imagine having to trek through mud from one stage to another as well to be seeing artists. That doesn't sound. Yeah, Punk
3: Festival is so big as well. Like, you will literally be walking for half an hour to get to the next stage, plus with all the mud and like. But I've actually, I think the muddiest festival I've been to is Best of All. Never. I don't think the festival exists anymore. <laughs> anyway. Best of, be- all, best so of all? Yeah, Best of All. That's in the.
2: I look uh, no Dorset
3: yes at Dorset that kind of area like I went with work and I swear (laughs) I wanted to cry I just thought (laughs) this is not from people who look like me like this is anti-black like (laughs) this is anti-black I can't lie this this thank god we were staying in a hotel
2: oh man and not camping
3: and not camping oh imagine.
2: I've, did you ever go to um great escape in brighton
3: yeah i love that festival
2: yeah i enjoyed that i, I, I yeah i really I enjoyed that festival that. and i think um they had like a lot of um stages where you could just discover new artists as well so yeah I think, yeah,
3: I think... this year actually
2: not again because they do it in like may isn't it
3: yeah so they do, they've got a virtual um thing going on
2: yeah i'm all i'm more i'm more virtual out i'm not gonna lie uh, but yeah, we will leave it there. Bethany, what is your closer for this week?
3: Now, if you follow me on any of my social media accounts, um, you will know that I've been screaming, even before the, the, the artist project dropped, but I love this artist. I think he's really flying the flag flag for homegrown R&B, he's a UK prince of R&B, that's period, like no one's competing with this guy on the level, on his vocals alone, I've seen him live like twice or three times maybe and each time he's just, the riffs, it's the riffs for me and the the vocal (laughs) tone his name is Jack James, and he just dropped an EP last week, Friday, called Joyride, and you should oh, check oh, it out, oh. you stream it, you should buy it, all of those things. And the track that I'm going to be playing is called Getaway. Hello.
1: I'm on my way. Yeah. I'm 45 and <laughs> a Uber drive to I'm on my way. A nine to five, need to recognize you a boss, lady. All the late nights, every weekend, no holidays When's the last time you took a long week for some time with me? I'm picking up a bottle of your favorite liquor Brandy on tequila, oh yeah I'm fucking up the schedule just to give you pleasure Baby, you my treasure, oh yeah Girl, you my getaway. I don't need no jet plane to go far away with you.
2: Don't sneak checking be Wow, cracky, cracky, cracky. That was a sneak preview of Jack James Getaway from the Joyride EP. That was a yeah, that was a solid one. Uh fun fact, I think um Scripps Riley produced on that and uh also helped out with the writing, but that one
3: I can hear the scribes influence on there now. I didn't know that, yeah. but I can hear yeah.
2: it. Um I just want to go check the credits because when I when that beat dropped, I said pardon. <laughs> just yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. It's a Jack James week. Um, and I think he deserves it, as Bethany's given him all his accolades already. Um, so please do go and check out the Joyride EP uh this is the title track from the ep joyride and of course it's jack james
1: full speed it's a long road is it just me Cause you wanna far seat To take me on a joyride And gotta hit the brakes on the way left Love's inside yeah, No traffic lights Tell me if it's left or right and you sitting by my side And you got a brand new vibe I got a brand new ride Whenever you come inside We go your way. You just wanna get by, get by
2: Dry ride slash underlay an absolute bop from jack james please please do check him out as bethany said he's what did you call him the prince
3: he's the prince of uk r&b baby you heard it so who's it. the, the, the king mm, there is no king but he's young so i can't i don't want to give him the okay king.
2: okay <laughs> no
1: we just let him evolve for
3: now we gotta let him evolve because i don't even think i think this is just the start like if he's good at the start (laughs) then he's about to be great like
2: yeah no he's killing he's killing Uh, um i was saying his evolution from uh remember when i said uh, i can't seem to not see him as james anderson that 14 year old singing whitney houston hearing this ep that it just completely took that out of my mind boy because and what did i say to you I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'll listen to you more often. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> I
3: don't. I don't miss. I don't miss when it comes to my UK R&B apps, So I don't miss. Okay.
2: You know what we need to do? We need to have a. a I need to find someone who's as um, militant about UK R&B, and you man could do a versus um, and. <laughs> We can see uh, we can we can test your gangster as, as as they like to put it.
3: Yeah, I was just even thinking the other day about like R and B groups who would have been great in these in this time period here, UK wise. I was like, Fundamental would have uh, like been so great in this time. Like, <sighs> you
2: know what, it's, you've even yeah. So Fundamental, absolutely. I just, I, I, they were ahead of their time a little bit, I guess yeah um, definitely yeah absolutely ahead of their time but i think uh a lot of them are still working in music yeah I they are they are um songwriting for other people so that's that's encouraging
3: yeah um, yeah for sure for uh, sure as for sure. as
2: as as bethany likes to say um stay black stay healthy <laughs> and stay black, hopefully we'll, we'll see everyone outside on the 21st of june Peace. Peace. See ya.